0: five natural ways to fall asleep when you have mom somnia mom somnia restless nights insomnia broken sleep why can't we just go to sleep and wake up refreshed so i mentioned i suffered from insomnia when i was in grade eight for three months straight i didn't sleep it was a freaky experience and i will never forget it it was a combination of fear anxiety stress and numbness as sleep deprivation ate away my presence leaving behind an empty 13 year old's shell right before bedtime my anxiety levels would peak and the mind would race about what happened during the day and the worries about what would happen that night in bed i'd lay awake glancing at the alarm clock every hour Switching from my left to my right, hoping it would be the last side before I fall asleep. When my alarm would go off, I became a zombie, rolling out of bed and going through the motions of my morning routine. Cloudy thoughts would fill my groggy mind as the school day ground to a halt. During the time between coming home and going to bed, I would count down the hours before bedtime and the vicious cycle would begin all over again. At the end of the three months, I was able to sleep again. How? I created strategies for myself to overcome this. Since then, I haven't had much trouble falling asleep. That was until I became a mom. At this time, I'd say 80% of the time, my daughter sleeps through the night. However, I've only slept through the night 20% of the time. Why? Mom Somnia. I've heard of this before from other moms. I remember my mom telling me how she'd lose sleep worrying about us, and I just assumed she's a worrywart. Honestly, I didn't think I would ever experience it because of what happened almost 20 years ago. Well, it came back and I've had to rediscover all those strategies again. I even learned a few new ones. It's been helping my mom's insomnia, So I thought I would share my tips for anyone having sleepless nights. I still have sleepless nights, but at least I have some tools in my tool belt for when that happens. Number one, remember this quick decision tree. Starts off, what are you thinking about? Then ask yourself, can you do something about it right now? If you can, go do that, then go back to sleep. If not, stop thinking about it and deal with it tomorrow, then go to sleep. Tip number two, imagine a virtual box. Close your eyes and imagine you have a box in your hands. Every thought that comes to you, put it in the box. Move your your hands to simulate this. When you have run out of things to think about, close the box. Pretend to have a lid in your hands and push it down on top of the box. With the virtual box in your hands, push it to the side of your bed as though you're putting it away. All those thoughts are now in the closed box, and you can deal with them in the morning. Now, go to sleep. Number three, try this body part sensing exercise. I was watching an episode of Friends when I came up with this one. Remember the one where Phoebe has a crush on one of her massage clients, but she can't fool around with him because she'll get fired. So she decides to think about the most boring topic, Chandler, while massaging him so she won't get turned on. She ends up thinking about Chandler's ankle hairs before she realize, realizes she spent over two, two hours massaging the guy. Anyway, this exercise aims to bore you to sleep by making you physically aware and mindful of how every part of your body feels, keeping those intrusive thoughts at bay. Close your eyes. Start with your toes and think deeply about your toes. The shape, the nails, the skin, their color, the tiny little hairs, if you have any. Now slowly wiggle each of your toes and feel them deeply. How do the joints move? Are your toes cold? Are they hot? Are they sweaty? What's the texture of the bed sheets that rub against them? How does the comforter feel? Once you're finished with your toes, move on to the balls of your feet with the exact same dedication to detail. Try to focus all your attention on a single body part and don't get sidetracked with other thoughts. Don't take shortcuts like going from your ankles to the hips. Really take your time to discover the physical sensations for each part of your body. Keep your movements movements slight so you don't stimulate your sympathetic nervous system, which could increase your heart rate and blood pressure. The longer it takes for you to move from your toes to the head, the more bored you will be And the easier you will be able to fall asleep. Tip number four, stare at your eyelids and forget about your tongue. I stole this one from my husband. During a sleepless night, I would sometimes start wondering if my eyeballs are looking straight. Then with my eyes closed, I would start looking from side to side, up and down and all around to see if I would notice if they weren't straight. This would just delay me from getting to sleep. So my husband told me to stare at my eyelids and don't move my eyes. At the same time, let my tongue fall naturally into place inside my mouth. This helps me relax my jaw and relieves the tension built up in the muscles connected to my skull. Number five, try focusing on your breath. I wish I knew Dr. Andrew Weil's breathing technique when I was 13. I tried the four-seven-eight breathing exercise recently and it worked for me a few nights. Step 1, take 4 seconds to breathe in. Step 2, hold your breath for 7 seconds. Step 3, take 8 seconds to breathe out through your mouth. Step 4, repeat. For those who want to learn about it, there's an explanation and a demonstration online. We can try it right now. Take four seconds to breathe in. Hold your breath for seven seconds. Now take eight seconds to breathe out. that's pretty much it. And if all that fails, I just hope the next night is better. So listeners, have you ever had trouble falling asleep? What do you do when that happens? What, what's worked and what hasn't worked?